Back with the WMAY Morning News Feed. Let's talk about history, something I think everybody needs more of to better understand where we all come from. Uh, And uh, pretty fascinating history. We all know about Lincoln. We all know about the uh, tragedy that happened with the massacre in 1908 here in Springfield that uh, led to the NAACP. But do you know how integral the uh, Underground Railroad was? Here in central Illinois. Well, to join us to talk about how important it was here in central Illinois is Art Wilson. He is a historian, uh, and they've got some events lined up in the Jacksonville area to tell you uh, just how integral the Underground Railroad was here in central Illinois. Art, thanks for taking time with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. I look forward to the opportunity to share this information with the public. It's uh, an incredible story when you look back as to you know what we're dealing with now versus what was dealt with. 150 plus years ago even longer than that definitely uh and uh, the history from you know the slave trade to how it uh it got to the united states and uh, ultimately the um the the maturity of this country recognizing the abhorrence of slavery mm-hmm. and getting rid of it uh but all along the way there are various markers in history that that we can look back on and reflect upon Correct. Uh, and the underground railroad i think is one of those that's just what an incredible story. So how is the Underground Railroad uh, featured in history right here in central Illinois? Well, it's featured in history here um, through basically through Jacksonville, Illinois. Jacksonville, Illinois is like the hub on Underground Railroad. Several lines that consisted along the Underground Railroad came into Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville early on had a, a group of abolitionists that came from New England. Um, when they established Illinois College, the first president was Edward Beecher. He was a brother to Harriet Beecher Stowe, who wrote the book Uncle Tom's Cabin. So I can kind of give you a little bit of why there's such an abolitionist sentiment here, even though Jacksonville was founded by Kentuckians from the South. Yeah. Looking at Illinois at that time, um, from all historians I've been able to talk to about this, they indicate that Illinois kind of was split. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, it was a state where the northern part were, were abolitionists, the southern part kind of just wanted nothing to do with either side type thing. They just wanted to yes. live their lives, so to speak. But um, right here in central Illinois, you see that uh, that it, it played a role in the Underground Railroad. Uh, so what do you have coming up this weekend that's going to help kind of highlight some of that? Well, we have a, a, a farm that we actually own. It um, was established in 1824. The house that sits there was built in 1840. It was owned by a gentleman by the name of Michael Huffaker. It's called Woodlawn Farm. And we're open um, Saturdays and Sundays from 1 to 4 to give tours and to talk about the history of how the Huffakers helped the free slaves, uh, well, not the free slaves, but the slaves that escaped from the South, helped them to their freedom. Art Wilson joins us. Uh, he's an historian, and they've got uh, events coming up Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4 at Woodland Farm around Jacksonville. Uh, and that's uh, recommended donations accepted, uh, but uh, you'll be able to hear about the Underground Railroad and its uh, uh, its prominence in central Illinois history. Art um it wasn't all underground, right? I mean, when no, I was a kid no. and I heard about the Underground Railroad, I thought it was just like a bunch of caves. Yeah. There may have been some of that, but really this was more of kind of a networking type thing, Correct. Right? Underground basically meant they 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 went, in the way they traveled, it was unseen. And then when they came up where they came up at, they did. But no, there, and there's places like that were underground from maybe a house to uh, a field or something or to another place or something like that. But no, it wasn't underground. Some people think it was actually a train that went underground when he came out to visit. And ah. we, we had to explain to them, no, it's not. But you learn that through the history that they learned, depending on where they were from. A lot of them didn't even get that information about it, period. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Uh, but also something that was integral in uh, ensuring that um, uh, men and women and children who were freed uh, or even those who wanted to escape uh, mm-hmm. were able to do so uh, and, and to have the proper cover necessary uh, to, to get to safety. Uh, do we know how many people came through central Illinois via that network? Um, no, being that there wasn't like a... A, uh, a roster where they, you know, sign people in and stuff like that. Right. And it be that it was secretly, nobody wanted to really be revealed how many numbers were. I have numbers that I can tell you it was over the hundreds, wow. you know, because of uh, uh, the stories I have actually given by the abolitionists that were interviewed by a young lady who was a daughter of abolitionists. And when the Civil War ended, she, she uh, interviewed the last seven abolitionists that were in Jacksonville. And that's how I got started on all this project. Art Wilson with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed, talking about uh, the importance of the Underground Railroad history here in central Illinois. Again, tell us what's going on Saturday and uh, how people can uh, get more inform- information on this. Well, on Saturday, um, you, can, you can go to our website and find out about it. Um, uh, you can call and stuff like that also. Um, but when they come out, they'll be invited to come inside the, the farm itself, the museum, and they'll get a tour of the house itself, all the things in there, and they'll learn about the family, and they'll learn about how Mr. Huffaker, he hired free blacks that worked for him. So when the slaves came in from Jacksonville, Illinois, because they escaped from St. Louis and other areas down south, and they came into Jacksonville, which had an area of blacks called, and that area was called Africa. And then they would take them by the creek out to Woodland Farm, and Mr. Huffaker would mix them in with his free blacks that lived on his property. And it was just, you know, natural because everybody knew that he employed free black labor, so it wasn't strange to see black people walking on his property. So they hear about that story and other things. So, yeah, a lot of other, I would imagine, uh, types of circumstances uh, individuals found themselves in back then, Mm -hmm. uh, the uncertainty of it all. uh, I would imagine that that also uh, is part of the overall story, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, being, being moved from one area to the next and... You know, we see um, we see portrayals of this in in like modern cinema and modern mm-hmm. shows. You know, the most recent being like the the Handmaid's Tale. There was kind Correct. of an element of an underground railroad mm-hmm. there, um, but uh, you know, a lot of it uh, it's not history people are familiar with. No, and uh, it, it even goes on today. I mean, when you look at the the way things are, um, let's say within the uh, Hispanic community and the threats on them being taken certain places at a certain period in time, a lot of them went to Canada, believe it or not, in the same fashion that the Underground Railroad Movement took slaves to Canada. Art Wilson with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Um, what kind of artifacts uh, can people expect to see uh, if they attend? Oh, we have some chains that were made by a, oh, um, wow. a blacksmith. Uh, he made them exactly the way they were made back then. They're, they'd never been put on a slave uh, and stuff like that, but they're the exact same, made the same way with his iron and anvil and everything like that. So they're realistic in that way. And uh, we have a collar and some other chains. And that gives the people a realization of what it was like to, to see these things and feel them and know what these people had to go through and stuff. Well, and to feel the weight. Of it oh, too, yeah, I definitely. would imagine just uh, just just grabbing one link, mm-hmm. uh, you could probably get an idea of um, just how uh, burdensome that was on somebody who was born and uh, you know into slavery, oh, yeah. uh, or even captured and taken into slavery. Yeah, because um, to give somebody perspective of how long slavery lasts for an individual, uh, children were put in the fields as early as six wow. years old, and. Um, you worked until, you know, you couldn't work anymore, basically, maybe up in your 70s and stuff like that. That's incredible. Uh, and uh, so, you know, it wasn't like a lot of people think, well, you know, they were treated well, they were treated good. You know, they had roof over their head. They weren't living in some jungle someplace. It wasn't nothing like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was a torturous thing, and it was hard on your body. And uh, 
family, you know, because just sell you off and separate you like, a, you know, at will. Because uh, slaves were considered upright, walking, talking animals, not people. And they were treated as if. Well, and all the laws, too, of uh, not allowing them to learn how to read, uh, Mm -hmm. not allowing them to uh, do a whole bunch of other things that humans have incredible capacity to do. Correct. Uh, So just uh, an incredible story. Again, Art Wilson with uh, uh, local history to uh, better understand the the impacts of the Underground Railroad here in central Illinois. Art, one more time, tell us what you got going on this weekend. Okay, this weekend will be open uh, Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4. You're more than welcome to come out, take a tour of the farm, learn about the history and the people who helped these uh, uh, slaves through their freedom and stuff like that, and we enjoy uh, and uh, enjoy you having coming out. Woodland Farms, uh, can you give us a little bit more indication of where exactly that's located? Are there signs as you approach it? Yes, uh, it's, it's the address is fourteen sixty three Gerkey Road. It's about three miles east of Jacksonville. Uh, if you're coming from Springfield, the first exit by the prison is the one you'll take, and you'll see a sign right there that says Woodland Farm. Then you go on O thirty six, like you're heading back to Springfield, and you'll see another sign when you're approaching Arnold Road, turn left on that, and that'll just take you right around to where the exit to go to the farm is. The farm is the only housing back there. That's it. It's all by itself. <laughs> so you'll, you'll see it off in the horizon. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> all right. So, uh, again, Woodland Farms uh, this weekend, Saturday and Sunday from 1 to 4. But it's not just the Saturday and Sunday. You mm-hmm. also do things by appointment as well. Right, definitely. If you, uh, if you just want to come out anytime during the year with your family, friends, or yourself, just call us up. Let us know what time and day, and we'll meet you out there. Art Wilson, local historian, talking about the importance of uh, knowing what the Underground Railroad uh, and the role it played here in Central Illinois. Greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. Well, thank you. I appreciate you having me.